0: on today's episode of the locked on texan podcast is there a market for deshaun watson and what will be the ramifications for the houston texans if they're not able to move on from Watson this off season? but first you are locked on texans your daily houston texans podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team Every day, welcome, locked on Texan fans, to another episode of the Locked On Texas podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm John Hickman, of course, I'm joined by none other than Cody Davis here to talk the Houston Texans, and maybe <laughs> I think this is a perfect show to discuss the future of Deshaun Watson and especially considering that uh, the Giants owner John Mara has came out and said we are not going to trade for Deshaun Watson Eagles general manager Howie Roseman already mentioned that Jalen Hurts will be the quarterback for the 2022 season at least the start of the season and now it seems like this market that a lot of people thought was huge for a quarterback facing 23 allegations sexual assault allegations have now shrunking a little bit. I only see two teams still in the mix seriously for him. That's the Carolina Panthers and the Miami Dolphins and even Steven Ross, who has been on record. Does he want him? Does he not want him? Was the conversation there? Did he answer the phone? That's been a back-and-forth speculation as well, Cody. So, Sean, man, it seems like (laughs) what a lot of people were hoping for Uh, that it would get get done before the NFL draft rolls around. That way those picks are secured. There's a lot of uncertainty surrounding whether or not he will be departing from this franchise soon.
1: Look, I hate asking the question, will there be a market for Deshaun Watson? Of course there's going to be a market for Deshaun because – it doesn't matter what took place off the field at the end of the day, you're still looking at a situation where he is still one of the top five quarterbacks in the game, a quarterback who could come in and actually change your organization. And John it's it's, it's, as much as we want to sit here and talk about Deshaun, as much as we want to sit here and talk about whether or not there's going to be a market for him, at the end of the day, with the New York Giants you know, coming out today, and I think out of all the teams who are coming out say, saying that they are not interested in Deshaun, I think the New York Giants might be the one who are telling the truth the most because of the way... The owner actually came out and actually backed their current quarterback. Absolutely. So, I agree. and and that was very telling. And, and I say all that just to say, with the Giants backing out, with the Eagles, you know, potentially backing out at least for the time being, and even down there in Carolina, you're looking at three situations where. When we first heard, heard the news that Deshaun Watson wanted out of Houston and outside of Miami, these were other teams that he was considering, according to reports, you know, we kind of laughed at those situations. We're like, ah, how, how, you know, how in the hell is going to New York and Philly and and um, Carolina better than what you have right here in the city of Houston? You know, it, it was kind of funny. Now, that situation does not look so good for the Houston Texans on the side of things, only because with these teams backing out and not pursuing Deshaun Watson, now you're looking at a situation where Deshaun is going to be forced to open up his suitors and say, okay, I cannot go to my top destinations. Here are the next list of teams that I want to go to. That is a scary situation for the Texans because now that is putting Houston in a situation to where you are basically going to deal him to, let's say, one of the teams who are a quarterback away. When you take a look at the landscape of the NFL right now, you take a look at teams who they just might need a quarterback to get them over the hump. Of course, you got to take a look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got to take a look at the situation that's going on in New Orleans right now. Hell, I even throw throw in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, if Tom Brady's retired. I say all that just to say, if the Texans are forced to trade Deshaun Watson to one of those teams, you're looking at a situation to where... The Texans were on the verge of getting, for sure, a top 10, top 15 pick back in return for Deshaun Watson services, not just for this year, but next year as well. Because, look, if Deshaun would have went to Carolina, Philadelphia, or New York, I think we all can agree that, yeah, he probably would have made them, not probably, he would have made them a playoff caliber team, but they would not have been in Super Bowl contention. But if he go to Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, or hell, I throw San Francisco in there as well. If he go through one, go to one of these teams that's just a quarterback away, now you're looking at a situation where the Texans are going to be forced to take back a package to where your first-round picks are not going to be as high. You can go from having, what, let's say the, the 12th overall pick in the 22 in the 2023 draft all the way down to let's say the the 27th overall pick because we all know Deshaun Watson is a game changer and he is that good on the field. So John, this isn't looking good for Deshaun. This isn't looking good for the Texans and if I'm Deshaun in 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 the Texans I'm trying to figure out a way how can we learn the lyrics to Kumbaya and see if we could come together and make this work because neither one of these situations
0: is looking good for both parties involved. What's the problem if he goes to another team and makes him a a contender? That has nothing to do with the Houston Texans' future. I'll tell you why. They're not going to be contending for anything during this time span. I don't think so. So if he goes to a Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, team, if he goes to, I think a Denver Bronco. honestly I think the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers are two of the same kind, where they're receiver ready, they're running ready, they're a uh, defense ready, they're just not quarterback ready. So who cares to where he goes? The only issue is if he doesn't go to a team that can give you the quality of first round picks, because you're still going to get first round picks back, right? Then you look at that number three pick and say, okay, now Houston has to really analyze: do they want to keep it, or do they want to use that you know first round pick, trade back, get another first round pick, and then more picks throughout the draft? Depends on what team he goes through, uh, too rather. But who cares where he goes? I mean, the relationship between these two are broken beyond mending fences. I think so. And you know, you put it find a kumbaya moment. That's fine. To find the best suitor because i do think that he may have to look at opening up his preferences and let's be clear we don't know what his preference is outside of the reports of miami and i still think miami is the team i don't know why that relationship is so weird at this time but it's kind of weird to me why miami has always been consistent and constantly there in these reports and stephen ross who's tried to play coy at times, he's looked like a uh, you know a liar, if I'm being frank. But overall, it doesn't matter where he goes. Only thing that matters is what Houston gets in return for the next couple of years. So if he goes to a team and make them a contender, so be it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Now, what we do have to look at is the possibility of teams still wanting to wait and see how this is going to play out with these cases, because you are going to look at franchises that if you want Deshaun watson you're going to have to pay the price and obviously if you want him that's because you think he can do wonders with your roster i.e panthers i.e broncos i.e uh, dolphins i.e uh the eagles who were you know named and the giants were was speculated as well so you're going to give up a lot and you're also going to have to go hand in hand and face the scrutiny of why did you bring in A alleged serial sexual assaulter. That's something these franchises are looking at as well. I think the New York Giants, who's in the biggest media market in New York, of course, Hmm. outside of, you know, the L.A. Lakers or things of that nature, or teams of those natures, they're in the biggest media market, and they're going to get hit with those questions. I don't think the New York Giants is in a position where they can answer those questions and make it make sense for the media because of how bad you've been because of the questionable decisions that they've made in the past so that is what these franchises i believe are looking at are we going to be ready to take this pr hit are we going to be able to stand by it through and through and after we stand by it will he even get us to where we project we can be if he comes to this roster so i have no problem with teams you know the other teams on the outside looking in saying we're going to wait to see what this market is really going to look like because there's other quarterbacks out there that may be able to swing look at that Aaron Rodgers, right but eventually this deal has to get done before the draft if not the second off season in a row with houston field to move on from deshaun watson when they had an opportunity to pounce on it
1: well it's not the texans fault because if he wasn't doing whatever the hell he was doing off the field he would not be in this damn situation plain and
0: simple Absolutely. Absolutely. And hey guys, we want to tell you about an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, Get Upside. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL or college, for sc- score for college, for 25 cents per gallon off on your first fill up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code Touchdown for NFL or Score for college. Welcome back in everybody to the Locked On Texas podcast. Remember, we are free and available on all major platforms. And thank you for making the Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Cody, there's no way around it. If the Houston Texans do not move on from Deshaun Watson, I think that'll be a major stain on Nick Casario's resume, at least in the first two years. The ramifications of them not being able to move on from him in back-to-back off seasons where it has been expressed over the course of time, he does not want to be in Houston. There were trade suitors out there. I believe that Houston did not strike when the iron was hot the first time before things got out of hand, and now they've been forced to play the waiting game. Now, when we look at the ramifications of him not being able to, you know, get traded, here's the question: does he come back and play? I don't think he can. Hell
1: no. (laughs) I don't think
0: that I think that relationship is like I mentioned earlier, it's too broken, right? But Houston still sits at number three. And I believe a lot of folk fans. Uh, not just you know fans of the show or viewers of the show, just fans of the Houston Texans in general, they were looking at a situation where, hey, man, we're going to get a lot back for Deshaun Watson. We're going to kill it in the draft, and this may be a quick turnaround. Well, if you do not make that trade for Deshaun Watson, you do not get the overhaul back in the draft, in this upcoming draft, and you sit at number three. Does it make more sense, Cody, in your opinion, for, for Houston to move on? from that number 3 pick trade back, get more picks back in order to give themselves the best opportunity at a thorough rebuild or do you sit at number 3 and take the best available to move forward with the franchise?
1: Uh you sit at number 3 and take the best available to move forward with your franchise because it doesn't matter if they move on from Deshaun Watson this offseason or next offseason. Eventually, you're going to get that haul back in return. And that is another issue that's holding up this whole entire process. John, you mentioned that if the if the Texans do not move on from Deshaun Watson this offseason, it's going to be a major stain on Nick Aserio. I'm going to say it's not because, look, ever since those allegations came out, a lot of teams have been trying to get Deshaun Watson on a discount. And like I just said on the last segment, and like I say here, countless of times on Locked On Texans, Deshaun Watson is a generational talent. And Nick Casario deserves to wait and get the offer that he wants, or or at least come close to the value that Deshaun Watson is worth. And if he has to sit out another year, which, Will be kind of crazy, and I don't know how in the hell would this work because he is due thirty to thirty-five million for this upcoming season. But if Deshaun Watson has to sit out, the Texans will be okay with that, and that's only because they are they are making sure they get what Deshaun Watson is worth. On the field and can't what nobody get mad. Get at, no, but that's the thing. Can't nobody get mad at this situation, but Deshaun. Like I said in the first segment, if he didn't get himself in this stupid situation, he would have been gone. So he's gonna eventually get it. And like John mcclain said on Sports Radio six ten last week, as soon as everybody gets some clarity on this whole legal situation, then the process can can continue moving. But if I'm Nick Casario, John, and I know you disagree. I'm going to stand my ground and not trade Deshaun until I get the value that he is worth because you don't want to just settle just to move on from Deshaun. And next thing you know, you realize you could have got a lot more back in return, especially considering that there is still a possibility that what he is being accused of is still a whole bunch of he say, she say type things going on. $40
0: $40 million, even with the fines that Houston can rain down on Deshaun Watson, if he chooses not to play or participate, they're going to pay him a lot of money. $10 million is okay. You use that money, take care of your legal fees, clean some of this mess up that you made, pay off what you need to pay off, make sure your lawyers are getting uh, taken care of and, they, and their pay as well. That 10, That 10.5 is okay. But when you look at $40 million, ladies and gentlemen, that's not something that you can easily just, uh, okay, uh, that's all right. That's four times of what you were paying him not to play football. I, I don't see Houston being able to sit through that. Like I said, even with the fines, because the longer he's on your roster, the more he becomes your problem your headache and he's been your problem so far and i'm sure nick Casario, who's just wanted to come in and do his job and you know eat his salad and go home that has put a dent in what he believes he can bring to this franchise because it's important to move on from him so i think the biggest ramification if i look outside of the draft because i think immediately that's affected first the draft i don't think this will affect your head coach because your head coach is going to come into this situation understanding that this will not be my quarterback compared to last year where maybe we can sway him back no he's not coming back so your head coaching uh position will be filled and they'll know we got to move around and move forward without deshaun watson they get that they understand that now we sit at number three compared to last year where number three last year was the third round they know they're in a better situation i don't think it's going to affect your head coach as much as it will the nfl draft because if you get those trades back, those picks back from their trade, you're looking at a Houston Texan team that can look totally different from the 4-13 year they just had. May not be, you know, a, a huge jump in win percentages, but depending on who they bring in as head coach, how they move, move forward with the offensive coordinator, bring those picks in, add to the offense, fix that run game, uh, this team may win an extra couple of games compared to – are you going to win in free agency? Are players going to willingly want to come to Houston? That's another why, another reason why this affects this Houston Texan team this uh, next couple of months. Because between free agency and a draft, this is the time where you want Deshaun Watson off your roster so you can scout well to really bring in guys from the draft as your foundation to continue what you did last year. And then you add those small pieces in free agency so you won't be able so you won't have to excuse me uh take too much of filling holes throughout the draft deshaun and those ramifications if he is still on Houston's roster past the free agency uh period I think will really hurt Houston's chances of being like, successful I, this year.
1: I don't I don't agree with that. I mean look it doesn't matter if they trade Deshaun <laughs> God bless you by the way it doesn't matter if they trade Deshaun or not the 2022 season is just going to be another year of development for a lot of these young players. And and yes, you could debate whether or not they can go from, let's say four wins to like, let's say six or maybe seven. But I just do not see Nick Casario trading Deshaun just to say, I'm tired of this situation. We accept any offer because Deshaun, when he signed that contract extension a little over a year ago, We thought for sure that this man was going to be the most important piece to this organization for the next five to six to seven years. Even though he wants out of Houston and he is gone out of Houston, he is still the most important, valuable piece to the Texans organization, probably even more so for the next five to seven years because of what you can get back. And John, like... It's, it's just a crazy situation because it doesn't matter what the Texans did. The reason why we are sitting here talking about whether or not Houston can move on from him over a year after he first demanded his trade, it's all because of him. And he's even making it even harder because he only wants to go to the, to Miami or philadelphia allegedly or philadelphia or new york or carolina and three out of the four teams already said "Uh -uh, we would like to get you but we kind of don't want you so i can't wait to see how this play out because you give it until free agency i'm going to give it until the start of otas because i've been told i've been told that the texans will be okay paying him to to sit out another year because they'll hell been getting on what they want. But John, I refuse to believe that because like you mentioned, 40 million dollars to do absolutely nothing.
0: I got I got to I got to throw this idea out there. Um we've mentioned Carolina, we've mentioned New York, we've mentioned Miami, we've mentioned a lot of different teams. Well, I can see a team that's a quarterback away from being good again. Um, And that's the Washington football team, who is known to embrace Mm. scandal. So uh, (laughs) I want to throw that name out there as well. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march through the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action for 2022 a new year, and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports because BetOnline is where the game starts. Welcome back in and thank you for making the Locked On Texas your first listen every day. Be sure to check out the Locked On Best podcast hosted by your boy Q with handicapping expert and analysis from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all major platforms. Cody, should anybody on the Houston, Texas coaching staff feel disrespected that they were not requested an interview for the head coaching job? Lovey Smith. We talked about him. Pep Hamilton. Uh, even when you look at Romeo Cornell, who's in an advisory role, I'm sure that he doesn't want to coach. I'm just I I know (laughs) I I know that he doesn't, you know, want to be considered, but you know, Josh McCown, Hans Ward, and nobody from this Texan coaching staff can, you know, at least get a call. By the way, Josh McCown turned down a head coaching assistant job from the Houston, Texans in 2020. So They've wanted him from a long time. And what did I mention earlier? When they want a guy, they want a guy. They're gonna wait for him. They waited for Nick Sirio. And maybe Josh McCown is the guy that they want to wait for. But any 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 disrespect?
1: Tassio first question, yes. Lovey Smith is the one guy I would say should feel kind of disrespected, especially given the great job that he did with this defense and you know he is a head coach like we mentioned a couple weeks ago he has a lot of experience being a head coach in this league a very successful one we know about the job he did with the chicago bears and you know his time with the tampa bay buccaneers wasn't that good i mean i think his final year there was actually um tanking for Jameis winston we saw that turned out <laughs> but um you know i said all i just say yeah i mean lovey smith may be the only one and pep Hamilton's to a certain extent only because he only has had i want to say i think it was two maybe three years as the offensive coordinator for the indianapolis coast on in the time Josh McCown had, has and, no... and that's where i was about to get to you know and, and and I'm just I'm just I just want to know right now what the hell is going on off of 16 and Kirby, because I find it very ironic that Pep Hamilton, speaking of Hamilton, had what two teams and one of them was was the um Carolina Panthers, two teams that wanted to interview him for an offensive coordinator role and he turned both of them down. And as of right now, he's still the quarterback coach for the Texans. But you know everybody is speculating that he's going to be the new offensive coordinator for Houston which means Nick Casario is trying to put himself in a position where he's trying to hire the staff of the new head coach. Where are we going with this coaching search, John? And if you just give me a, a quick moment, this is another example of the Texans having a lot of potential to put themselves in the right direction to fix their franchise. And I just have this fear deep inside me, John, that we're going to get this notification nine times out of 10 from Aaron Wilson. And it's going to say the Houston Texans have hired Josh McCown. John, that, that scares me. Well, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, cause it makes no sense.
0: Well, he, he shouldn't he, even be
1: a candidate.
0: Here's the thing. I, I don't care. who Houston. Chooses to hire as a head coach I, at this point. I, I've seen that you know Houston has only interviewed four guys. Five. I
1: think five.
0: Kevin Kevin, Kevin has not got interviewed yet. So oh, so it's, it's so it's four. Hans Ward, Brian Flores, Joe Lombardi, and Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon was very impressive. They want to bring him back. Brian Flores, you would think, would have gotten a second interview by now. There's been no movement as of right now on this head coaching search. I'm sorry to cut you off,
1: but by the way, I'm surprised Brian Forrest haven't got a second interview with nobody as of right now.
0: Well, that's that's not that surprising to me. It's more so surprising for not the Texans, but not the rest of the league. But so, you know, Houston has only officially interviewed four candidates. You are a franchise that will be having three coaches in three consecutive years. There should be. A high priority on getting this right, and we haven't seen them at least request interviews with any of the, excuse me, how the coaches in the league, hotter coordinators in the league. Hell, I, I like I don't know why Doug Peterson isn't getting any calls. So it does not really matter to me who they hire next. They better just win
1: some games but but here's my thing on this and this kind of popped in my head a couple days ago most likely when we were talking about the possibility or why they have not called um Brian Dabo maybe they are calling and people are just not answering the phone maybe people are you know looking at that situation in Houston ah I'm good yeah I understand like David Culley used to say this is one of 32 but I don't want that one maybe Uh, that's just a fact to throw out there because you know out of the non-head coaching vacancies the texans might have the the least attractive one i mean you could kind of make an argument against the jacksonville jaguars and the new york giants you know i talked about that on yesterday's show but i mean it's still not that very attractive especially considering that you might be going into a micromanaged situation where you have Nick cereal looking over your shoulder for everything that you do
0: it may be the case and you know what? Let me, re- let me rephrase my statement. It does matter to me who who Houston chooses to be their next head coach. The process doesn't matter to me because they've, they've been very underwhelming for the past two seasons. And so I don't expect anything to change as of right now. I just know that they have to get it right because they if won't. you don't, they will be right back this, this next <laughs> offseason talking about why would you bring in a game that doesn't make any sense. Thank you guys for checking out the Locked On Texas podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texas and like us on Facebook. Continue with subscribing to the YouTube page as well at Locked On Texas.
1: And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. John, really quick. You Speaking of, you know, we'd be back in this situation this time next year there is no possible way that the texans could put themselves in a position where they'd be paying let's say that coach that got fired david cully and bill o'brien going into the 2023 season that's not possible huh john
0: KG said anything's possible
1: (laughs) until next time ladies and gentlemen
0: peace